Welcome to Once Upon a Roll, a D&D podcast where I, Rasputin, play a one-on-one session of D&D 5th edition with a guest in the land of Cortia, a homebrew setting that I've been using for uh, the past almost three years now. Uh, Each episode takes place at a different time and location across Cortia in order to bring new stories to my world. So if you missed an earlier episode, feel free to go back and check it out, but you will not be completely lost if you start here. For updates, information, and additional content, check out the Twitter account, Discord server, and or the Patreon. Uh, Links for everything are in the description. Without further ado, I want to introduce today's guest, probably the most special guest I've had uh, on today. Chris, how you doing, Chris? <laughs> Do you say that all the time? Uh, no. Now I'm just like, <laughs> hello. Yeah, uh, I I am doing great. <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, uh, good, good, good. So the question I always start with, I, I guess, like, uh, I don't know, why would people know you? <laughs> oh. oh, that's a great <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, I used to do YouTube content. I used to do graphic design for a lot of YouTubers and things that, you know, other online video stuff. But now I'm a shit poster on Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best transformation of all. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, so Chris, so, you did the animation for the Rasputin channel. That that oh, plays at the beginning. That's you. Yeah, uh, the banner logo. Yeah, I mean, you and I met like forever ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, probably back in like Hidden Block, like the, days, the yeah. ancient times, like <laughs> all the way back, back when D and D wasn't invented. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so the question I typically go into is: Have you played Dungeons and Dragons before? Yes. Oh wow. I know that sounds crazy, but. Mm-hmm. I have played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. For a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And occasionally with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally with Raspbian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll that be kind of interesting as, you know, I mean, I've pretty much been like between, I, I, I've run two campaigns for the most part that have been going on. How long has ours been going on for? Obviously, it's oh, been slow going. <laughs> Uh, less sessions, but Spandover probably like what a year and a half, two years. Year, I would say probably two years. Um, the weird thing is, is that we talk more than play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like I'll hear about the other game and how that's going, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Wow, that's fascinating." Uh, but it's not even like that we're putting it off or anything. We just, you know, have to find the time for our yeah, game. very incompatible schedules. What I do like about our uh, that campaign uh, with you is like there's a whole meme culture <laughs> around yes. us has, has come up with all the characters, uh, which which yeah you know uh, is definitely very fun. And I think part of the D and D experience, right? If you can't meme on your own uh, yeah. campaign and and have very personalized memes that only five people find hilarious, what's the point really? <laughs> like, see you in five years. Um... <laughs> Just screen caps that no one... Like, not even, like, the usual screen caps. I don't think we've ever used Lord of the Rings. Most of it's been Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Probably because we're all assholes, like, in that <laughs> campaign. Like, yeah. But that campaign's nothing like any other, like, game I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And not just saying that as, like, it's D&D. It's just, like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm playing, like, a different 
like setting kind of game style but yeah it's not it's just D. have you done a one-on-one session before i've only done it with one other person but it was for an ongoing campaign mm-hmm. and then i've done it with players of mine okay i've i haven't really sat on the receiving end okay um so that's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah yeah so it'll be interesting i mean i've been kind of trying to like tick down the list of people who uh play in my outside of the podcast campaign so you you are the first guest from the other campaign uh that i run so mm-hmm. i'm excited for you to see it and yeah It'll be interesting because you'll be in a completely different area that you have no idea about. <laughs> so I'll be in we'll a different body too. Yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. So you're using a character who you've played before, not in my game. Yes, um, I I am playing this character as well, though obviously we've made like shifts. I've played this character in two different campaigns, and he's veered off differently his name's macklin uh he's a wood elf rogue okay he's fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm definitely excited to see how he fits in this i i mean i bring it up because i'm genuinely fascinated by that because i feel like every time i start a new game i always make a new character right but this idea of just being like, oh, fuck it, let's see how he does in this setting. <laughs> I think it's really cool, and I wish I kind of did that more. <laughs> so I've played, like, usually that's the way I do it. I make a character for the setting I'm in, uh, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because I'm, I'm catering to them. The, or- <laughs> the original reason for Macklin was I wasn't going to be in a game long, and I made him with that in mind, and now he's become such a bigger character and the funny thing was is like the two campaigns that he was in it was kind of they started near the same time so mostly it was i don't want to play a cleric again so i'm just gonna like (laughs) play a rogue yeah but then it just morphed uh in one he's like a wizard and it's like how did that happen (laughs) like he started as a rogue and he became a wizard um so i think it can actually be really interesting also if you can accept the dm just rolling with something Mm -hmm. like a rolling with your character backstory and you build a character with that in mind uh it can be really fascinating to see how different dms actually take your story Mm -hmm. like as long as you're like that's chill like if you if they want to completely recontextualize what you've written down uh and that's what i've kind of noticed Um, yeah yeah. Those two Macklins wouldn't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely interesting. Well, you know, let's, uh, I guess let's see what happens to Macklin here. <laughs> um, he dies. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking about that, like how bad I'd feel. <laughs> like, just first five minutes, chokes on a chicken bone. Everyone, everyone in the campaigns that I play with would be happy that Macklin dies. <laughs> okay. They, they, they'd be so bad. I don't feel bad. But. All right. Well, uh, let's jump into this episode of Once Upon a Roll. The kingdom of Cortia has thrived for over a thousand years. In that time, it's endured war against powerful enemies, outlasted deadly feuds between its lords, and fought against evil of both this plane and others. However, during the most recent festival of the autumn sun, the sage's ritual revealed the nearly forgotten omen, the sign of Black Sun, a symbol only seen once before, and it almost led to the destruction of Cortia. 
panicked, the common folk in the capital city rioted, and when the dust settled, the king was dead, and his two children had disappeared in the night. The lord of the city of Edgewood, Tom Dunn, restored peace to the capital, and with no heirs of the king anywhere to be seen, he decided to sit the throne and take the position of Lord Regent. But this story starts a little over four weeks after the Festival of the Autumn Sun in the city of North Fareth. Nestled along the northern edge of the mountain range known as the Belt, North Fareth is a testament to the human's ability to settle anywhere. Known by some as the Dock City, the majority of North Fareth sits on the waters of Lake Morion. Stone piers move out into the water, forming canals where buildings and some ships lightly float. In the center of this sprawling city stands a massive tower where the nobility stay and look down at the rest of the city. That is the building you have just walked out of. You spent the last few days trying to figure out if an old friend of yours had been working in the court of Lady Brighton, the regent of North Fareth, and after investigating in the best way you know how, you found no sign of him. You haven't been in Cortia all that long. You arrived in Valia just a few weeks ago, but finding no signs of him there, you got passage across Lake Morion aboard a pleasure ship named the Mythic Bitch. This has been docked in the harbor for the past few days, and it's also where you've been staying. So as you walk along the pier, why don't you give me a quick description of Macklin? Macklin, he's like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, he's, he's kind of short. Uh, he's got kind of fair brown hair, kind of scruffy. Like he's got a little like kind of plait loosely hanging on the, the kind of right side. He's fair skinned. I suppose he would be wearing quite kind of scruffy gear like obviously quite um extravagant he's kind of a show-off mm-hmm. but he's also not one to look like a noble uh, he doesn't like that stuff yeah also probably kind of dying his eyes around looking for things of interest <laughs> so yeah i mean as you look around uh you know you see just these stone piers kind of almost coming out like prongs out into the water and just buildings and ships alongside of all of them uh you know you've been in the city for a few days it's typically the most interesting parts are the outer piers which is a lot more of the traveling ships and that's where like the mythic bitch which is where you've been staying is you know usually more stuff to do in terms of night out and and all that stuff so i've been here a few days Mm mm-hmm is there kind of a court here as as far as like a a court for lords or anything like that? Like I don't know how big this place is. The court would be in the tower that you just came out of, Lady Brighton, who, okay. you know, after a little bit of sleuthing that you did, you know that the actual Lady Brighton was in Cortia during the Festival of Autumn Sun and it's kind of unknown what's happened to her. Uh, so her sister is acting Ooh. as regent. Okay. But Dorian was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. You know, you asked around if anyone knew the name. Knowing knowing Macklin, you probably, you know, did a little sneaking in a few rooms. Yeah. It's not that I care anyway. I mean, he can be wherever he wants to be, so... (laughs) I think... What time of day is it? (laughs) Yeah, as, as you look out, you see that the sun is kind of starting to set. Hmm. 
It's not really drink. crescent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd go for a drink. Okay. I imagine you've probably mostly been drinking at the Mythic Bitch. It, so- it sounds great. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. With the sun starting to set and this pierce, the, the dock city starting to come alive, you uh, walk out to the outer dock and, and walk the path that you've, you know, become somewhat familiar with to the Mythic Bitch. As you approach it, you see the familiar sign that says the Mythic Bitch, uh, run by Arnvik and Co., featuring Little Sims. Um, and you immediately kind of hear the music coming out from the door. Uh, Arnvik, the captain of the ship, is uh, quite the fiddle player. Is he good? Yeah, yeah, he's good. Okay, that's all right then. You had it? It would have been funny if he was bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, okay, I'm not going in. Um, There's no no commotion inside. It's just, if I Uh, listen. I mean, it's mostly you're just can hear when you're when you're outside you mostly just you know hear talking and the sound of music playing okay that's chill i i go inside yeah uh you had it and immediately you're kind of like oh it seems a little busier than normal for this time uh you've kind of become accustomed to the the nightly crowd coming in uh for for performances because arnvik and company featuring Lil Sims is quite popular uh, when they're around. But it seems like a little early for that crowd to be that big, but but still, fair amount of people in the bar. Can I see Arnvik over the crowd? Yeah, you, as you look, you see Arnvik sitting at a table with a handful of people that he seems to be relatively acquainted with. You haven't seen any of these people around before today, but yeah, he's there, fiddle at his side, having drinks. He's sitting next to a pretty handsome half-elf man who has a loot strung across his back. Does anyone look uh, like they've got a heavy coin pouch? <laughs> you... <laughs> you... As you look them over, do you want... Yeah, I mean, roll investigation check. 18. Okay. You look them over. None of their pouches look extremely massive. I'd say with an 18 investigation, and... Just to ask, you yourself have a bag of holding, correct? Yes. You would recognize that one of them, a man, a human man with a you know little goatee and a very long nose, wearing red robes, has what also looks like a bag of holding. Mm. His eyes are kind of darting around the room, and you do see on his shoulder sits like an owl familiar. Great. Okay, is he close to Arnvik, or is he like just... A patron. He he is sitting at the table where Arnvik's at. You see the other people at the table. None of them seem to have all that big of coin pouches. That's not to say they don't have coin pouches on them, <laughs> but but nothing yeah. that you'd immediately be like, oh. Yeah, I think also with the uh, the mage, <laughs> I don't want to risk it, especially with a familiar. I just go to the bar. Okay. Yeah. And on my way to the bar, I'm going to try and pick some pockets. <laughs> okay, just have, like, <laughs> random patrons there. <laughs> random poor patrons. Okay. Yeah, you, so you see Rolla, yeah. Just any of them, any that, that are walking by? Yeah. Okay, just a roll sleight of hand check. I hunger. <laughs> Coins that are in a game. 21. Okay. Yeah, as... 
you're going. Roll a perception check for me as well, by the way. Ooh, yummy. Oh, no bad. That's the 17. Okay. Yeah. So as you're walking to the bar, you kind of do the, oh, sorry, you know, the like just slight bump mm-hmm. with a little slash. And you're able to get three of the, you know, coin purses of people you walk by who, you know, some are standing looking the other way. I imagine you just pocket those three purses. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you do kind of a look over your shoulder, though, you do see that the owl sitting on what you take to be the mage's shoulder is looking at you. Uh, I stick up my middle finger <laughs> as it's staring at me. Go. <laughs> Go to the bar. <laughs> like, I'm just turning around and be like... Yeah. As you get to the bar, uh, behind it you see an elven woman. This is Hypatia. Hypatia is really the reason that you got passage on the mythic bitch. You and her met, you know, a few decades ago near this elven city of Sonathalor. You bonded over your shared disdain of the proceedings of highborn elven nobles. So when you saw her in Valia, it was pretty easy for the two of you to reconnect and you to get a pretty cheap ride. Hypatia, how you doing? You want to give me like forty feet free drinks or something like that? <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Oh shit! <laughs> Twenty-one. I rolled an eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you, pours it, slams it in front of you. No, that'll be a gold. I <laughs> <laughs> give her a gold. She pours herself a drink and gives you like a cheers. Oh, am I paying for that one as well, or, you know? This one will be on Arnvik for me. Cheers. <laughs> so, what's your plans? Are you staying with us much longer? I don't know. Obviously, the uh, the lady's out of town, so as far as I know, whatever I'm looking for is not here. But, uh, hmm, maybe I'll stay a little longer. Maybe there might be something interesting that pops up, aside from fucking wizards. She looks over at the table. Roll insight. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. <laughs> you see, like, a... Just, like, kind of a quick look of concern on her face. That then she, like, turns back to you and she's like, eh. Odd what ones, aren't they? What? You made a face. Do you have any social grace, Macklin? I can do, but that's usually because I'm trying to get something. I'm trying not to get things from you. I'm trying to be a better person. So, what is it? Just some of Arnvik's friends in town. And a new layer of stresses. They sometimes do. They've been causing any trouble? Some could say that, but they'll be fine. Are they arseholes? Oh, the one of them I know is, but the rest seem like all right people so far. Mm. Mm. I mean, I could, you know, I could fuck them over for you if you want, you know, steal things and make their life a living hell, maybe get them to piss off. (laughs) She smiles. You know, I think their lives have been quite a struggle already, so they've had enough of it. I appreciate you, though, Macklin. Sure. Yeah, you know. Their life has been a struggle. You know, traveling around. 
Ah, oh, sucks. <laughs> she smiles. So, what city's next for you then? I mean, I haven't been around this place in some time. I mean, whereabouts is this in Courtier? So North Fariff is on the western side of the country. Um, I've never been here. Yeah, yeah. You as Chris have not been here. And I don't think Macklin would have either. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Valia was pretty much the distance of Lake Moraine, which is a big-ass lake. The next closest city would be South Fariff, which is kind of just over a mountain range that, that... of the belt that I had mentioned earlier that North Fariff is mm-hmm. kind of nestled in. Uh, it's just on the other side of it. I mean, if the North place isn't that good, I'll try the South. Maybe I'll find the East side of it. Who knows? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I was going to look back to see if that bird was still staring at me. Oh, yeah. It is not taking its eyes off you. And as you kind of look back at it, you see uh, the mage's eyes kind of dart at you, too. Okay, I'm going to keep staring as I sip my drink. Just waiting for the the wizard to just finally recognize that I'm not looking away. <laughs> he, I mean, so yeah, he's not like staring at you. It's just like darting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, assuming Macklin has any uh, understanding of find familiar... <laughs> You get the mm-hmm. sense that the owl is probably sending messages. He would. Yeah. Okay. He probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have told Hypatia at all about uh, Dorian? Um. Specifically, yeah. Or just been like, I'm looking for someone. He would have said looking for someone. He wouldn't have said, like, details. He okay. kind of keeps that close to his chest. Yeah. It depends on who, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the way he rolls. Trying to think of what I can do to this wizard. No, I'm just gonna stare for now. <laughs> what I will ask Kaipesha is like, have you um, have you had any other mages come in town recently? Or she seems to consider it. No, you know it seems like there's a few magic users with Arnvik's group of friends over there. You want to do a perception check? Yes. The done. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, so yeah, you you look over and kind of try to take measure of the people at the table with Arnvik. You see, you know, a few other people have come over too. So Arnvik's there. You also see the gnome who you've come to know as Little Sims, who's part of Arnvik's band, kind of there talking to the group. He's sitting next to a redheaded lady wearing plate armor who, you know, it's easy enough for you probably to be like, yep, that's a cleric. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And you can see uh, her, her pendant to some redheaded goddess around her neck. You know, as, as you just kind of look around the table, you see a man with blue skin, who you take to be a genasi, a white-scaled dragonborn, who is kind of like looking past you, giving eyes at Hypatia. <laughs> I roll my eyes. <laughs> You see a uh, tiefling woman who really seems to be just downing drinks. She seems pretty tall, too, maybe definitely over six foot, uh, pretty muscular. 
and yeah, the the half elf man uh, sitting next to Arnvik with a loot strung across his back. Which one's the one with the bird? Uh, human male with a owl on his shoulder. And sitting next to him is a uh, human woman, light brown skin, short hair, wearing a hood. There's quite a few of them. Hell, Arnvik has a lot of friends. I mean, they're adventurers, right? They're not really friends. They're just looking for something to do. For money, usually. They just like to, you know, tie it into the whole... We're trying to save the town and all that nonsense. She smiles. And she points at the one with the loot on his back. He used to travel with us. Way back in the day. I, I finally turn my head around and I like cock my head like, Really? <laughs> Why not anymore? What's the deets? He went off to find his own fortune. As they do. How does she feel about that? What does she seem like? Uh, roll an insight check. Hang on. So, for the people, uh, I'm an inquisitive rogue. Okay. So, whenever I make an insight that's bad, it turns good. <laughs> um, so I rolled a six, but that always becomes an eight. So it's like seven or lower becomes an 8. Now my insight's 10, so that's an 18. <laughs> okay, okay. She doesn't seem bothered by it. Uh, hmm. It doesn't seem like anything of offense happened, you know. Just a young bard off to get his hmm. fame and fortune and whatnot. Oh, also the dragonborn's making googly eyes at you. I'm not blind. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not blind either. I've probably got better eyes than you. She kind of gives you a look like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have another drink? And like, keep my eyes away for a while. Yeah. And then look back and see if that owl's still staring at me. The owl, yeah, the owl has not taken its eyes off of you. You know what? That stupid fucking owl is still staring at me. Were you gonna rob him? No, I was just thinking about it. It can't read minds. Well, I wouldn't be so sure about that one. Really, no way. I'll fucking rob them in a minute. Right. I'm gonna walk over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Directly standing at like next to him. He's like Is your owl got a problem with me? Excuse me. Has your owl got a problem with me? Buckley? No, Buckley doesn't have a problem with anybody. Why would you think that? I crouch down a bit. So we're eye level. Like at the seat. That's fucking funny. Because I know that's a magical little beastie. So do you have a problem with me? Because that fucker hasn't played his eyes off me since I entered. He kind of leans forward. Well, I try to have a habit of keeping my eye on pick 
pockets so my pocket doesn't get picked. You know, that's very fucking rude. Well, it's rude to steal money from people, but you don't see me going over to you and saying anything. Have I stolen money from people? <laughs> I don't think so. He kind of just looks at you. <laughs> Uh, so I, I got three bags, right? Mm-hmm. I want to sneak one of the lighter pouches into his pocket as I'm having an argument with him. Are you trying to sleight of hand it in there, or...? Yeah. Okay. Like, try and sneak it into his pocket. Roll, roll sleight of hand. <laughs> as I'm just, like, yelling, it's like, what have you even spotted? Like, do you have any proof? 26. Okay. <laughs> as, as, as you're doing that, you know, kind of leaning towards him, he's like, well, my owl saw you cut the purse of multiple people quickly. I do not much care what you do with your free time as long as it's away from me. And you hear the little drink of uh, gold in his pocket. I mean, it seems like you're, uh, you're carrying yourself considering you don't wear your coin pouch on your person. I point to his pocket. He touches it, and he looks at you. <laughs> I mean, did you slice that yourself or something? It's a bit rude. He stands up, and you kind of see, like, his fingers starting to move as if he's about to cast a spell. And Arnvik stands up and, like, puts his hand on your shoulder. <laughs> ah, hey, Macklin. Good to see you. Uh, excuse hey, me. Hey, Arnvik. Just... <laughs> and he kind of, like, is like, all right, and, and starts leading you away. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna like look at the owl as I'm led away and just put my fingers up again (laughs) Um, roll a perception check as you walk away 16 okay you see him like sit down the wizard and say to the person next to him if that man comes up to me again I'm gonna turn him into a turtle (laughs) Uh, (laughs) alright Macklin can I get you a drink? This one's on the house. Oh, thank you very much for that lovely gesture. Did you know that man was going to turn me into a turtle? <laughs> Crazy. Well, yeah. Those are some old friends of mine. Or at least the one is, and those are his new friends. And Just trying to do them some favors. Yeah. Favors? Like what? Oh, n- not, not much. Uh, roll insight. <laughs> 18. Roll two. <laughs> it's hard to tell. He seems a little flush in the face. So you're not sure if any sort of stuttering he's having is just being a little inebriated or uh, feeling anxious about something. I'm going to go with my gut. What aren't you telling me, Arvik? I mean, you can trust me. Well, you can't, but, you know, you can trust me to help. Yeah, nothing. It's it's nothing. You you staying on the ship with us? You coming up? We're leaving the valley soon. Or are you trying to head somewhere else? Well, nothing came up here. May as well. I think I'll stay longer. <laughs> if it's not a bother. He kind of looks at you like, huh. Have you been to South Fairf? It's pretty nice there. Yeah, maybe I'll visit it, Ardvik. I just look up a fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, you see him kind of giving glances back to the group and then back at you. Well, yeah, sounds like your trip to South Fair will be good. <clears throat> yeah. Have fun with your friends, Ardvik. He nods and walks over to them. Oh, 
got turned into a fucking dolphin. Oh, that. So this is like a ship. Mm -hmm. Are there any other inns? Oh yeah, there's certainly plenty of inns along, along the pier. Okay. I'm gonna finish my drink and probably find a different inn. Okay. While I'm counting my money. As you kind of start walking out, Hypatia is like, "You leaving for good? Is this the last I'll see you?" I mean, maybe. Probably for the best. I mean, Arvix got a. Nerds to take care of, so doesn't some want cool people around. Just uh, make sure if uh, you see that wizard standing on the edge of the boat anywhere, you just give him a little shove from me. She smiles. We'll see. I'll see what I can do. See you, Hypatia. Have a good one, Macklin. Can I walk away? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, uh, walk out of the mythic bitch. Mythic shit, more like. <laughs> I'm gonna count my coins as I find another inn. Yeah. You know, you walk by a few places. Are you, what are you looking for? Like a nice, or does that depend on how many coins you have? <laughs> it depends on how many coins I have. Yeah, uh, you count your coins, and uh, between the two pouches, I suppose, because, yeah left mm -hmm. the one with the wizard. You count about 18 gold pieces. Alright, somewhere fine. This <laughs> is like average. Yeah, as you look, you find a place called Floaters, which it's not quite a ship. It looks like a building that's just kind of on like a handful of barrels <laughs> and just <laughs> swaying a little more than maybe you'd like, but you know, it seems, it seems passable. The place itself looks decent enough. Yeah, I had in. Yeah. Are you just trying to get a gonna room? Gonna try there? and just get a room and then trance for the night. Because <laughs> I'm an elf. Oh, well, yeah. baby. Yeah, you head in, uh, pay. Uh, the price is three gold for a night. Do you try to haggle it or just. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you're given a room. Uh, you know, when you're inside, it feels like it's swaying a little bit less than <laughs> what it looked like it would be on the outside, which is nice, but definitely. Definitely a little bit of that. Is there a privy in the room? Uh, it's just a hole out into the water. <laughs> well, I guess that saves the floaters. Yeah. I got about <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You go to sleep and wake up. Four hours later. Elves. <laughs> yeah. Plan of action. I went to the, the tower... And couldn't find anything on Dorian? Uh, yeah, it seemed like there was no record of him having worked there, been a part of the court. No one there really seemed to know him. And this place doesn't seem like... Yeah, you, you probably got a few, like, uh, Dorian Herslinger, you know, and just like, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. But yeah. I don't know if this is a place of opportunity. Didn't didn't notice any how rich is this place <laughs> so of of the two cities you've been in in Cortia Valia was definitely this very flashy place of showing off wealth um, through colors and jewels and fine cloth this is much more muted it seems like uh, the value in this place is owning some sort of property uh, along the mm -hmm. harbor um, 
not to say that there aren't plenty of fine wares and all that, but yeah. It's just not as ostentatious as Valia was. Gotcha. I guess I'm traveling. Because if I don't have any leads. Um, and... Yeah. How far is the south area? I forgot what it's called. Is it um, South Vareth? Vareth? Vareth. Vareth. Yeah. So North Vareth and South Vareth are the two cities, just separated by the mountain. Yeah. You know, check in with the innkeeper. They would let you know that there's a couple ways to get there. I mean, there's the mountain pass, which is probably like a two to three day trip over the mountains. Um, obviously, it's oof, pretty tiring. And there are some dangers along there that come up. Mm -hmm. They mentioned like a little rumor of there being a way to take river that goes through the mountain and comes out the other side. And there's certain streams where there seems like you'd probably have to ask someone else for more details on that. And then, yeah, you could go around by taking what's called the round road that just curves around the belt uh which is probably about like a two-week journey i'm gonna let's let's try and find out about that rumor okay about going through because excitement <laughs> yeah is there any place that you look for leads right away or so there's the lake right mm -hmm. but if there's streams and and kind of like like a kind of water flowing through the mountain wouldn't there be kind of dock hands like would i'm try i don't really know the geography yeah but i'd be obviously checking for 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 boat hands who okay. actually know that direction so i guess that's what i'd do yeah yeah maybe <laughs> so just heading out and looking for anyone who yeah. looks like they work on ships and whatnot yeah roll a investigation check Nine. <laughs> Nine. You know, so you come out of your trance after four hours, and you head out. It's pretty late at night <laughs> as you start looking for people, so you run into a bunch of drunks, and you find plenty of dock workers who are wasted, and as you try to follow the leads <laughs> they give you, you, you come up to a bunch of dead ends. It's <sighs> probably not until mid-morning that you find someone who seems like they might know anything. And, and yeah, this stock worker says, uh, should go to Arthur. Uh, he's along the shore. He's out of the city, but along the shore. Arthur, he has a place called Arthur's. It's simple enough. He's very good at naming things. Yeah, I mean, creativity is in a strong suit, but you might have some information for where to go. No, no, I'm serious, I like it. It's simple, it's effective. Yeah. If you're trying to find Arthur, you look for the big sign with Arthur's on it. So, yeah, no. The dock worker kind of gives you like a an expectant look. You see, like a little twitch in his hand. Oh right! Uh, and I grab his hand and shake it. <laughs> yeah, you just see disappointment <laughs> like fall onto his face. Uh, but um, as he kind of looks you up and down and sees the knives at your side and <laughs> whatnot, is like oh, okay. <laughs> As I'm walking away, I'm going to flick a gold, like, back to him. <laughs> so it's like, surprise, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you flick the gold, and, like, he sees it, like, a little too late, and, like, reaches forward, and it, like, bounces on the dock, and he's, like, kind of scrambling on the ground. Thank you! 
No problem. So do you head off of the the stone pier and? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna find Arthur at Arthur's. <laughs> yeah. So you walk off the stone pier, which is the main part of the city, and you know you're kind of facing the big old mountain. You see switchbacks going up and some houses lined along it, and kind of as you look to your right and left, you see both ways are various kind of shacks along the shore of the water, some beaches too. Mm. I guess you don't fully know where Arthur's is, but you did see the dock hand kind of point to like mm-hmm. what would be the right. Yeah. So that would be your your best guess. He said like shoreline, so yeah. I'll, I'll just be following that. Yeah. Roll perception. Seventeen. You know, it's probably about like thirty minutes of walking, but eventually you see the wooden sign with the name Arthur's painted on it. It seems like a wood shop for the most part. You see on the outside are some like half built canoes. You see like a raft or two kind of just leaning up against the shanty. Yeah, I uh, knock. You hear a voice say, Come in, we're open. Open. Throw 30 daggers at his face. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I open the door, head in. He uh, looks up at you. You see he's like kind of tying a few logs together, seeming to make another raft. Human man, pretty old, but certainly still strong despite his age. You see his hair has grayed, uh, but mostly stayed intact. He's got a mustache that doesn't curl at all, but, you know, goes down like a little more uncomfortably than (laughs) you might typically want in a mustache. (laughs) And he kind of looks up. Name's Arthur. I thought it was Glenn. I'm sorry. Arthur. Okay, I'll remember that. I, I was uh, looking for a passage through the mountain, and I, I heard that you might know something. Well, you don't want to take the path, I imagine? It's more too long, to be honest. Fair amount of walking. You know, I'll be honest, I uh, haven't been through the waterways beneath the mountain probably about five years, but I've done it before. Don't you want more excitement in your life, mate? Might be really fun. Oh, you want me to come along with you? Oh, I mean, is it easy enough to get through by yourself? I mean, I can do that. Well, you have to know the directions. There's a lot of streams in there, and if you end up down the wrong one, you, know, you might get to a dead end, or end up at a far different spot. I imagine you're trying to get to South Ferriff. Yeah, it's probably best if, uh, if it's okay with you that you come with me. Well, let's see. You see him uh, kind of considering your offer. Roll a persuasion check. Actually, before I do that, I'm going to say, Sir, it's imperative that I get there. My my daughter, she's sick. (laughs) She's been sick for a while, and if I don't get this medicine to her, uh, she's she's not going to last much longer. Um, And as I do... I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know why I have this. I bring out a potion of cold resistance, like I just fuck okay. it, like, and then put it back <laughs> in my pack. Roll a deception check. <laughs> I'll give you advantage with the, the little potion addition. <laughs> uh, twenty-two. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Thank you. He kind of looks looks. Only issue is there's no real good way for me to get back so I might need to charge a decent bit oh how much is it well he kind of looks over 
Now, does they'll have to make some sort of preparation either on the round road to get home, or... I'm, I'm gonna, like, kind of fuddle with my pockets okay. as if I'm looking for coins, and I'm gonna bring out five. <laughs> he gonna this, look. Will this do? Is this enough? <laughs> and I ran out on the table. Uh, listen, I, I need to make sure that... I, I'm gonna have to close the shop for a handful of days, and... Find some sort of passage. I, I suppose I could get back quicker if I take the mountain pass. Look, uh, do you have anything else you can offer? I feel like for it to make sense, it's got to be worth at least 50 gold. 50 gold? I'm going to look in my inventory. <laughs> Roll another deception check, though, with that, like, 50 gold. <laughs> I don't know how much we decided this Macklin has, because... In my other game, he's loaded, but we didn't yeah. really talk about. I would say that you probably have a good portion of cash. Okay. You would definitely yeah. have at least fifty gold, and probably yeah. enough where fifty gold, still a lot of gold, but like, isn't that terrible for you to part with? Okay, that is a twenty-one. But because of your circumstance, I I can knock it down to thirty-five. Give me a moment. And I'm reaching into my pack. <laughs> and I take the money out to make it 35. I hope you get me there. <laughs> and I slide it on the table, um, looking solemn. He definitely, like, has a slight panicked, like, oh, God, <laughs> look on his face. <laughs> All right. Well, meet me... I guess just wait here, because if I tell you to meet me somewhere, you might get lost. And I can just walk with you to the place. <laughs> if there's anything else you need to do, though, go do it now, and I just have a few things to finish up here. What time should I, should, should, should we be setting off? You see him peek out the window. Well, it won't much matter what time of day it is in the caves, as it'll be pitch black anyway. Well, how much time do you need? About an hour. To... Right. I shall be back. And I walk out the door. What do I want to do before then? I'm going to go to the Mythic Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you head to the Mythic Bitch. Uh, you know, it's probably about like a... It's not a super long... Well, I guess it... Oh, is, it, is he far out? Because if not, then I just wait, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a... I mean, so you walked, I think... I can't remember how long. I think you walked for probably about an hour. Not that it was that far, necessarily. I just imagine you were kind of, like, stopping by a bunch of houses, you know? Mm. I think if you huffed it, you could probably get to the Mythic Bitch in, like, 20 minutes. That is perfect. Okay. It's probably, like, a slight jog. I just imagine when you were going along the shoreline, you were kind of, like, peeking your head into different places. Yeah, checking. But I know where it is now. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna gonna head to the Mythic Bitch. Yeah, you head in. As you get there, you see, you know, some of the faces you become familiar with, some of the members who are part of the crew, part of the band, uh, standing, sitting around. You see, like, head on the table, very clearly hung over, is the tiefling woman you saw the night before. Mm -hmm. Hypatia's at the bar, talking with the dragonborn with white scales. Yeah. Arnvik's in the corner, tuning his fiddle. Where's the mage? 
he is not there. Did I? Now this is a weird thing. Was he wearing any like gross cologne or anything like that? <laughs> no. He he smells fresh. Him. I suppose is the best way oh. to put it. You get the sense that he presses a lot. Yeah. Ugh, mages. Yeah, I'm gonna go over to Arnvik and say, Arnvik, can can I talk to you for a second? He nods. You know that mage fellow and me, we had a falling out. He nods again. Kind of want to apologize to him. I I was, you know, getting a bit rowdy with with all the drinking. Um, Do you know where I might find him? Or what room he's staying in? He kind of gives you a look. Uh, Roll a persuasion check. (laughs) I am not going to say sorry. I am absolutely lying through my teeth. Yeah, yeah, okay. Then roll a deception check. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 23 ah, uh, you know they went out to check out some of the stores do a little bit of shopping uh, so I imagine it's probably hitting up some of those places uh, seemed interesting the place called Arwen's Arcanum oh I see can I leave a note it'll just take a second yeah I can get it to him I would rather leave it personally I I I have. I want to give him something as well. And I reach in and bring out the Wand of Wonder. <laughs> it's something that I don't really use that much, but I think a mage of his caliber might appreciate it. <laughs> he kind of looks you up and down. Well, that's a mighty gift. I, I can hand it to him. Arvik, let me just place it in this room. All right. He uh, gets up and walks with you to the room. He unlocks the door. And opens it. Uh, he does stand in the doorway, though. Okay. I'm scanning the room very quickly. <laughs> yeah, roll a perception check. 17. Yeah, as you look around, you see, like, no bags have been left here. Of course not. You see what looks to be, like, an extra set of his robes hanging up in the closet. Yeah, other than that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna write my note. I was like, "Sorry, Arvik. I, I I need to <laughs> figure out what I'm gonna say." Uh, very quickly, uh, I'm gonna write. Bet your bird didn't see this bitch. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna like, with my back turned to Arvik, I'm gonna roll it round. Um, a flask of oil as if it's the wand mm-hmm. and I'm like where can I put it oh and his robes I'm going to put it in one of the pockets but I'm, it's like the cork's open mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just pouring oil into it All right. but I'm doing it very quickly so as I rush back to Armin it's like okay 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 I'm done I'm done I'm done oh I'm so excited <laughs> alright roll a sleight of hand uh, just to uh, get the <laughs> rapping motion <laughs> 21. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're able to do it without him seeming to notice. Well, I'm sure he'll appreciate that sort of thing. I don't think you know how much that'll help him. I'm sure I'll be fine. All right. <laughs> I have to go, Arnvik. Thank you. And I rush off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you start jogging back. Uh, roll a perception check as, as you're jogging. 24. 
Yeah, I'd say at a point you see kind of out the corner of your eye the uh, mage with his red robes walking alongside the half-elf male with the loot, kind of just talking. To like, her prices were ridiculous. How, how am I supposed to pay that much for a magic carpet? And yeah, just kind of complaining as, as you jog by. You'll have to buy new robes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and yeah. After huffing it, you uh, get back to Arthur's. Am I in time? You feel like you're probably like a couple minutes late. He's out front waiting, but, you know. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to take care of a few things. I... Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Let's uh, go. He goes to the side, and he grabs a raft and says, Can you help me carry this? Sure. Yeah. He grabs a raft, he grabs a pole. You see him kind of also have a torch, and the two of you lift. Make a strength check for me. I'm sure you're great at this. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, It's definitely slow going. You have the back end, and you're kind of doing that thing where it's like half dragging. Uh, He seems like he is having no problem lifting his part. Yeah, it's like partly, partly I am not strong enough. Partly Macklin. (laughs) (laughs) As we're dragging it, and while he's, like, doing this exertion, I'm going to be like, did you ever have a um, half-orc? Wait, this was five years ago. Never mind. Have you ever traveled with... And I just keep asking, like, stupid questions. Yeah, and he, you know, tries to entertain you as best he can (laughs) and, and respond. Most of the answers is, nope. Don't get out of my shed much. <laughs> so if you were underwater, but you put a canoe on top of your head, would you able to breathe, like, at the bottom of the ocean? Well, it all depends on how you enter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, you could, like, breathe forever if you did it right. Well, eventually the oxygen will be filled with CO2. <laughs> she knows all about it, you know. <laughs> What is oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, as you look, you see just kind of like a path of dirt being just carved into the ground <laughs> from the back of this raft that you're like barely lifting. And yeah, eventually you get to a little offshoot of the lake that seems to flow into the mountain. So is that we can put it down here. Oh, right. Sorry. I was actually getting used to that. I put it down. All right. So I see you're armed. Um, is that a problem? No. Uh, are you good at all with those things? I'm okay. Maybe we should talk our way out. You know, solve our problems without violence. <laughs> well, I haven't had troubles in these caves before, but it's been a few years. I've heard some other people who have a. Uh, not come back. And you don't know, maybe they're just going on to a new life, but also maybe, you know. Are you good with fighting? Uh, I can swing a hammer. Did you bring one with you? Yeah, you see kind of on his side, uh, on his belt is a hammer. I still ask the question. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he like kind of does the like turn and be like, "Look at my hammer, bitch." <laughs> oh right, I'm in good hands. 
I spent good money for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go then. I'm ready. I'm coming, my Lydia. And I jump on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys push the raft in. Uh, and yeah. You see, you know, he unties like a, a stick that was uh, attached to it and hands it to you and he's holding another one. I might ask you every once in a while to help push off uh, just to direct us, make sure we go the right way. Of course. Uh, he lights a torch and puts it on a little sconce that's like attached to the raft. Okay. So has anyone actually asked you about traveling this way before since those five years ago uh yeah he kind of like pushes off the shore as you're asking and the raft starts floating down i've gotten one or two requests but just never been a time where it made much sense and never been something as important as this <laughs> uh what were the other people like <laughs> You uh, move down this little stream that shoots off the lake and, you know, it's probably like about 30 feet until it moves into like a little cavern, which the torchlight Mm. just reflects off the wet sides of the stone. And, you know, you probably have, I guess you have more visibility Mm -hmm. (laughs) as you have dark vision. But, you know, the light probably shines for maybe about 60 feet or so. I don't much remember the other people. They just were trying to get passage and didn't want to go the mountain pass. Didn't want to take the long way. Didn't have much gold. I see. Sorry, I I just miss my Lydia. <laughs> Tell me about her. Oh, she's a, she's a fiery soul. Before the sickness took her. She would often play in the gardens. <laughs> um, it, it was with my wife. Madeline. She passed away some time ago. Ever since then, Lydia was quiet. She obviously knew that something had happened. She'd known about death for a while. But to see a sickness take... (laughs) Sorry. I'm just gonna fake cry. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, yeah. Roll roll deception. As you're doing this, you see him take the pole and kind of push it against the right wall as you kind of crying and looking through your eyes or fake crying and looking through your eyes up ahead you see that there are two pathways one to the left and one to the right and he seems to be trying to angle the ship to go left yeah it seems convincing enough and he's like in the middle of doing something so it's hard for him to focus too hard but once uh the raft is safely to the left side he kind of looks my boy uh passed a few years ago he uh i guess 10 years ago now seems like yesterday but how did he pass he uh had some brave ideas of joining the Cortine fleet knew a thing or two about ships and uh ship sunk I'm sorry to hear that he nods and he kind of just like stares ahead blankly so do you know how complicated the directions get from here? Well, typically you want to stay on the leftmost path as not to not to move too far west. All right. I try and help as best as I can because I don't want to fall into a dead end. Yeah. 
you know, it's you see he seems like he's having a lot of reflective silence, obviously thinking about your plight <laughs> for your darling Lydia and and his own life experiences. Yeah, and he's just kind of staring out and you see ahead are three paths. Um the current seems to kind of be taking you to the right and and he seems kind of lost in thought. Arthur. Um, he's so direction. He was like, stay, like, avoid the west. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, avoid. Pretty much going to the right in this case would be going west. Okay, I'm gonna try and steer us out of that while asking him, like, trying to get his attention. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> First, uh, so the two things I'll have you do is uh, <laughs> persuasion and then strength. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's uh, seven for persuasion and seven okay. for strength. That's lucky. So what was the... you actually get to roll again. Seven for both. Seven for both. You know, as you're kind of reaching in to try to steer it and not having much luck and you're like uh, Arthur <laughs> Arthur uh, he kind of looks uh, snaps his eyes and you get his attention he's like oh shit and he like moves um, his stick but drops it just kind of like shocked and sprung into action uh, and oh, it shit. falls in the water and he like bends and picks it up you you're probably about like 10 feet from the rightmost path right now. Um, what the fuck do I have that I can use? I have a robe of scintillating colors. <laughs> Equipment. Yeah, I don't have any, like, bombs or anything. I- I'm gonna just try and push best I can. Okay. But that's not gonna work. <laughs> Roll a strength check. Yeah. Natural 19. <laughs> okay. And you have zero. <laughs> plus zero. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you... I hope you rolled a one. No. Push. Uh, and you're able to push out the wall so you're no longer on the right path and you're kind of more in the center. And then he, you know, grabs the stick from the water and is able to just kind of drag it along the side, moving you a little more to the left. Uh, so the raft kind of hits... In between the cavern point, um, like where it splits, so it's kind of stuck right there for a moment. What do you do? Which way are we going, Arthur? Left, 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 left. Right. I'm gonna um, try and uh, use my stick to kind of so on the left side, kind of pull us so that it kind of like works as a lever. To pull this left. Okay. I'd say with using it like that, uh, I'm going to have you do more of a dex sort of thing as you're kind of just trying to make a subtle sort of movement to... Oh, God <laughs> save me. No! No! <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> uh, as you do it, your stick snaps uh, and the... <laughs> Raft turns to the right and heads down the center of the three paths. Oh, God. Shit, 
Shit, shit, shit. Arthur, where the fuck are we going? <laughs> I don't know. Um, he's kind of like looking out ahead. Uh, you roll a perception check. I'm not rolling good anymore. <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> Natural two. Natural two. Okay. As you guys are going along down the stream, uh, you're trying to look out, but uh, it's pretty dark and it doesn't seem like there is much ahead other than cavern. And it isn't really until it comes into view that you really start hearing it. It seems to be the sound of rapids, uh, just water falling quickly. And as soon as you start to hear the sound, about 60 feet in front of you as it comes into the light, uh, you're able to really make shape of these just hefty rapids <laughs> coming up. I don't have anything anymore to like steer either. You have half a stick. <laughs> I have half a stick. Yeah. So pretty much you can like push off the wall some, but it'll be harder to push off the base of the... Here's what I'm going to try and do, because right now, Arthur's the one I'm relying on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take half the stick and wrap it around my short sword with some rope. But I'm going to be holding the sword end because I don't want to lose the sword. Okay, okay. Uh, roll... <laughs> This is just the jankiest shit in the world. Uh, yeah, just roll like a dexterity check. You're just kind of like tying it around quick. Yeah, 21. Okay, yeah, you That's feel like you're enough. able to get it secure enough and do it in a way uh, where you're not going to like slice the rope or <laughs> the stick. <laughs> the rapids start coming. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> yeah! Okay, that is 16. Okay, yeah, you're able to kind of keep your balance. Uh, you see Arthur trying to kind of push against the wall, not really daring to put his stick in the water in fear of, you know, getting stuck on a rock and breaking. Uh, but he's trying to kind of keep away from bouncing into the walls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he stays up as well and is able to keep his balance. Uh, you imagine his probably years of... Not necessarily this experience, but... It's his favorite terrain. <laughs> his favorite it's, terrain. It's like, you know, he gets plus two against every enemy if they jump on his raft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you uh, get through that one. Uh, you see ahead of you is another set of rapids. Uh, seems a little heftier than the last one. Um as it comes along, I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. Are you also trying to, like, help push off the wall some? Um, I'm following his lead. Okay. Uh, so if he's not putting his stick in, I'm not either. Okay. Uh, pretty much any time it gets, like, a little too close to the wall, he does. So I just imagine you help him do the same. So, yeah, yeah do a dex saving throw. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, that is enough for you to stay up uh, on your feet. <laughs> uh you're kind of doing the cat out of window arm flare, but <laughs> he, however, as he like is going, leaning up a bit to press up against the wall, starts to fall forward. I'm going to try and grab him. Okay. Uh, well, what's the best roll for that? Probably another deck save. Just your quick instinct. Oh, mama. 
Natural 20. Okay. You just, like, as soon as he starts falling forward, you grab the back of his uh, shirt and just hold tight. I need you to make a strength check now as you try to pull him back. Unless you do this at advantage with the nat 20. Couldn't have gone the nat 20, like, now, though. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. So I rolled a 1. <laughs> And a 12. Nice. Uh, 12 so, is, 12. 12 is going to be enough to keep him on. He does lose his balance and is sitting on the ground, uh, which causes the raft to hit against the wall, and you just see part of the corner kind of chip off uh, and break. Mm. Uh, I need you to make a perception check. 22. Okay. It sounds like, as you look up ahead and listen... Uh, it doesn't look like there's any more rapids up ahead, but you do hear what just sounds like a cascade of water. And as you look, it seems like, even past the vision of the torch, uh, it seems like something is about to open up into a bigger room. I think we're going to start falling really, really soon. Do you know where the fuck we're going? No, I've never taken this path before. Shit, shit, shit. He kind of gets on his knees. Blessed Bahamut, watch over my soul, uh, and just starts. Oh, the gods don't exist. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna grab his stick, um, and I'm gonna try and find a spot in the cave so that we can like. So are we on rapids right now? Uh, right now, it's kind of like a chill area. Okay, I'm gonna try and use the stick to jam it so that we can halt for a bit. Okay, I'm gonna give this a dex check as. You're, it's not really like see how strong you can hold in. Well, I guess are you looking for like a rock to pretty much wedge it in? I'm trying. I'm trying to perch. Okay. Like this. I'm trying to use the cave versus my strength because we yeah. would not. Yeah. Not <laughs> then do a dex check. <laughs> um, that's sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you are able to kind of shove it in uh, and get stuck on a rock. You know, every once in a while you do hear a bit of a with it. You get the sense it won't hold forever, but it's buying you a little time. Okay. Now I'm going to look to see if there's any offshoot cabins. Yeah. Uh, roll perception. With my elf eyes, I can see. 25. As you look, it seems like a little ways back, like a little ways behind you. Um is another path that funnels into this one. It seems like, uh. you know, you'd have to push against upstream. Uh, but I guess as you also kind of eye in with a you're 25, <laughs> as you eye mm-hmm. in and with your dark vision, you can see, like, down that path, there does seem to probably be a split, like, about 50, 60 feet. You know, so like your chances of going upstream all the way back from where you are to where you started is impossible, pretty much like that's low. Yeah. But to this, it's definitely a shorter way. It'd be tough, but not impossible. I'm going to turn to Arthur. Right. There's a path that we can follow up, and see if there's a kind of different way to go, because I think any further here, we're going to fall very, very far. I need you to concentrate. Are you with me? Uh, Blessed Bahamut, watch my soul. Watch my platinum soul. I want to slap him. (laughs) He looks at you. 
Lydia fucking needs me. <laughs> he looks at you uh, and nods. Right. I shove a stick in his hand. We're pushing. Uh, and I'm going to use my shitty stick <laughs> to, to start pushing upstream with him. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to need you... You're going to kind of do a timing thing of, like, heave and try to push uh, back as fast as you can. Uh, pro- I mean... I guess probably, like, alternating would be the way to do it, uh, as not to give up too much. Are you also, like, using a hand against the wall to yes. pull? Okay. Um, roll a strength check. <sighs> Eleven. <laughs> Eleven! All right. Uh, with your heave, you're able to make it so it doesn't move forwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just move back. On his, he's able to push it back uh, a couple feet. Okay, we're gonna keep doing this. You gonna heave again? <laughs> All right, roll a straight check. Seven. <laughs> Seven. You lose a couple feet. It slides forward <laughs> and starts moving. Uh, he's gonna try to heave. I just lost his progress. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he's gonna try to heave too, but. It's too weak and it keeps moving forward some. This isn't good. No, we've got to believe. <laughs> I'm gonna heave. All right, roll strength check. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of in place, and he he looks at you, just panic in his eyes. All right. Oh fuck! What are we gonna do? He's kind of just holding it there with you, thing in the ground. Uh, the two of you are kind of stable right now, not moving forward or backwards. Uh, as a pair, maybe a stronger pair could do this. <laughs> but this pair seems to be a struggle. Right. Is there any stalagmites or stalag... Is it... what well, Are mites up? Stalagmites uh, down. Good question. Stalag ups. Stalag's the ones that shoot up. Um, is there yeah. any of those for me to tie maybe a rope around? Uh, you, I mean, you would see some of the ones hanging, so st- uh, stalactites. It's kind of above. Because we're moving down. Okay. The only thing I can think is going down towards that loud sound and hoping there's a tunnel. And if not, dying. Fuck it. I'm gonna, like, pull up my stick and we're gonna start heading down. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> He's trying to scramble across and gets back into his praying bone. Uh, yeah, you start moving forward and you just really, as you get closer, get swept into the waterfall. Um, you look out uh, before you start falling. <laughs> you look out and it seems to be opened into a bigger cavern. Uh, roll a perception check. 19. Okay. You look out and get a quick glance. It seems to move into a bigger cavern um, with a pool of water below. Uh, as you kind of look down quickly, it, it doesn't seem like the biggest drop in the world. Probably about 25 yeah. feet. Um, you definitely see rocks at the bottom. I'm also bracing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> 
raft goes over. I need you to make... Are you trying to hold on to the raft, stay on it? Um, I am going to try and jump off it. Okay. Yeah, I'd say because you got the perception check and kind of saw. Uh, make a... Make an uh, acrobatics check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, as you're going, you're able to kind of jump and do a bit of a dive a decent bit off. It seems like with that amount of push off of the 15, you're able to definitely avoid the rocks at the bottom. The force does kind of push the raft backwards. Some. Oh, shit. And yeah, you're able to dive off. You, as you hit the water, y- you take four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's fine. That's not terrible. Arthur's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't know I was playing Tomb Raider today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, you hit the water, and the wind is knocked out of you slightly, but you're able to get back above. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find Arthur. Make a perception check. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a 15. 15. Yeah, so you see... I have to count on my hands. few things. As you look, you see... It's pretty dark in here. The light from your... From the torch is gone. I thought it was uh, water resistant. (laughs) Uh, Not enough, I guess. So it's really your dark vision carrying you. You see three things in the water. Mm. One seems to be about half of a raft. The other seems to be the other half of the raft. And then also a body floating. Rush into the body. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to try and drag him to whatever shoreline I can see. Yeah, as you look out, uh, there is a small shoreline along one of the sides of the caves, which you're able to pull him over to. Quickly trying to see how he is. Yeah, he seems uh, unconscious. Make a medicine check. as you're. Are, are you just kind of looking over or trying to do things? I'm trying to make sure that he's stable. Okay. Uh, then medicine check. Oh, soft 20. Okay. Yeah, you kind of take his pulse. There's nothing for a bit. I imagine you do a few compressions. With a 20, mm. yeah, you know. You know CPR yeah. with a medicine check of a 20. Uh, you know, give a few compressions, slap his back, and he spits up some water, and his eyes open. Immediately as he starts, like, opening his eyes, breathing heavily, he reaches towards his arm, which seems to be in immense pain. I'm going to try and uh, make a crude splint. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I imagine you grab some sticks that came off of the raft. So I probably still got my, like, short sword stick because yeah. it's a mess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you snap So that. I'll take the stick off that. And, yeah, are able to wrap him a bit of a splint. Now this is going to hurt. And I break his neck. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um help him as best as I can. Okay. Yeah. Are you all right? <gasps> We're alive. Yeah, that wasn't Bahamut. Well, Bahamut brought me you, so... Sure, Bahamut also got me out of 35 gold. Uh, and I'm going to light my flame tongue dagger. Okay. Uh, to see if I can see anything. Yeah, uh, you see, it seems to, I wouldn't call it a lake in here, but definitely a sizable pool of water. You can see the waterfall just 
pouring out and moving away from it in a few different directions right now are the two halves of the raft <laughs> that's left over and not in splinters. As you kind of look to the walls, you do see a few more like little cavern entrances and exits. What about the shoreline? Is there anything? Nothing really along the shoreline of note. So we're going to have to swim. <laughs> well, roll a perception check, I suppose. 14. 14. Yeah, I mean, I guess as you walk along, you see what looks like wreckages of maybe some other rafts. You don't really find any, like, you know, skeletons or bodies or anything, but definitely seems like some other people have met a similar fate as you. But there's there's no bodies, you said. It's just rafts and stuff. Yeah, you do not see any bodies. Well, if there's people who have been here, then there must be an exit. Um... I'm going to try and salvage some parts of this raft for you. So just give me a moment, and I dive back into the water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you have, like, the flame tug in your hand? Yeah. Does it go out underwater? I don't even know. I'm going to say no. (laughs) It's magic. Because that seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fire a fire dagger. <laughs> a it's also underwater. bonus action, so I can relight it. Yeah. Just every six seconds. Um yeah, you're you're able to swim over and grab the two halves of the raft. I'm I'll have you do like a strength check to see how long it kinda takes you and how much energy it uses. Mm-hmm. Uh strength you said? Yeah. Uh, Thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as you're kind of swimming through to get the two pieces over, probably takes like a solid ten minutes, uh, but you're able to get the two things on the shoreline. Trying to fix this up as best as I can. Uh, How much rope do I have? Uh, Whatever's in an explorer's pack, I suppose, or whatever pack you probably have. 50 feet. So I guess 45 feet left. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and use a lot of that to kind of fix up this amazing raft that we have mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh just roll a dexterity check because really you're just wrapping it around stuff and tying what about knots. survival uh yeah let's do survival because no one because i do survival. have proficiency yeah. in that yeah do survival nat 20 there you go <laughs> you make a new raft <laughs> uh, what i would say and what's the total score 27 27 it's not back to it's a what boat it now. was. <laughs> it's Sorry. actually a speedboat. <laughs> There's a motor now. Um, it's not back to exactly what it was, but hmm. you know the moment of dread that definitely Arthur felt when he saw the two halves. You would he would have never imagined it could get back looking this good. You know, you're able yeah. to tie it tightly and and pretty securely. All right, get on. I'll help you on. Let's help him on the road. Thank you, thank you. I don't know how the paths will be uh, going this way, but just stay to the left, okay? Stay to the left. Then I move to the leftmost opening. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of press along. Uh, you probably have to push along the shore for a while because this area is a little deeper. But yeah, eventually your raft. <laughs> raft in quotations. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you continue heading down. What do you have as far as a stick? I assume I might have fetched what I could. Yeah, yeah. I'd say you'd find probably a pole that isn't necessarily the regulation length that 
has been battered a bit, but that's certainly passable and probably better than your sword, your sword stick experiment. But there's only one. Granted, it doesn't yeah. seem like he'd be a lot of help right now with that. Yeah, I, I assume the stick's better than my sword nonsense, because I also use that for a splint anyway. So I'm going to sheath yeah. my sword. Okay, cool. All right. I imagine you just do everything you can to stay as far left as possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You uh, continue along and flow for a while. The waters are far smoother as you continue along. And, and you don't see a ton of openings uh, going at any point. Okay. But I imagine you are just, like, staring straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, like, inquisitive, full-on mode. Okay. Like, Lydia doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and every once in a while, Arthur will say, we'll save your daughter. <laughs> we'll save her. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah. God damn it. Oh, but yeah, you uh, continue continue along. Yeah, and eventually you do get to a point where the path splits. Uh, I'll have you do just a dex check. This will be an advantage because I imagine you're already kind of constantly angling yourself to the left. Mm. As you kind of have the jump. That's on good. Twenty two. Yeah, easily enough. You're able to uh, keep that way. But yeah, you uh, keep going along. It's hard to know how time is passing. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You're kind of on constant vigilance, so it's that sort of thing where you're like, is a minute an hour or is an hour a minute? Uh, <laughs> but time certainly moves forward. The air is definitely pretty stale in here. I need you to make a perception check. It's another... No, that's 23. Okay. Bad at math. Yeah. Uh, as you're going down this pathway uh, and, you know, keeping your ears as perked as possible and your eyes that as you said are better than hypatia's uh <laughs> looking forward are you <laughs> better than hypatia's eyes are you uh using the flame tongue i imagine or are you just yeah okay yeah so that's kind of the source of light and what's the distance on that is that 30 feet 40 40 feet. okay cool uh yeah so just dagger out <laughs> uh looking ahead it seems to be smooth for as far as you can see you do hear kind of like a little splash in the water and feel just like a little bit of a bump beneath the raft Macklin's he used to be a coward I think he's usually like it's kind of changed over time with his character um so any he's more suspicious I think is is how it kind of changed so anything like that I'm gonna be like no, 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 that, that's a bad guy. <laughs> like, so I'm instantly going to be like, we're not alone. Even if it's untrue. Yeah. <laughs> like, Arthur kind of like looks perked up, holding his arm. Oh, Bahamut, Bahamut, blessed Bahamut, keep the platinum. Like, it just Shut your trying. mouth. Uh, you hear another bump below. I'm just going to keep moving, but my dagger's out, ready to strike something that comes out. Yeah. You feel a third bump. This one bigger, seeming almost like it's trying to tip the raft. I need you to make a dex saving throw. 18. Uh, Arthur doesn't fall off, but like he's flat on his back. <laughs> it falls. You're able to kind of like hold like uh, you know in a surf position, 
as like it's just kind of comes up and then down um and behind okay. you you see coming out of the water are two big claws uh that seem to belong to some sort of like massive crustacean creature that kind of popped out of the water uh, as it knocked beneath the raft. And you see it grabbing forward to grab the end of uh, your raft, and it just barely pinces on. Arthur, stay on your back and brace. Okay. I'm going to try and slash those fucking pinces. All right. Uh, roll to hit. 23. 23 hits... Plus 2d6 for foil damage. So that is... Four... Uh, is it piercing? The dagger's piercing damage, mm. yep. Yeah. And three fire damage. Alright. Seven total. Seven total. Uh, roll initiative. Oh boy. <laughs> this is not how I expected... <laughs> this game to even happen. I didn't think I was gonna be on a fucking the worst rapids ride of my life. But there we go. <laughs> Fifteen. All right. You act first. I am going to use my bonus action to cat. Well, it's not cast. It's insightful fighting. The mm-hmm. target has to make a deception check against my insight check. Okay. And if I win, I have sneak attack on that target for one minute. Oh, fucking don't, dude. Is this an inquisitive yeah. rogue Yeah, inquisitive, fu- insightful oh fighting. God. It's all about I've never, insight. I've never played an inquisitive rogue, but that is dope as shit. They've yeah. added some changes to rogue where they give this to a lot of other rogues. I don't think that's right because it's such a cool feature, but you have to roll for it, mm. which I think is a lot better. Yeah. So yeah, uh, as you're starting your action, you see the head of this thing coming up above. It's just, you know, a long green scaled sort of thing. Uh, You see tentacles kind of dropping out of where you imagine its mouth is, and it looks at you. uh, And yeah, uh, roll your deception. You have to roll deception, I have to roll insight. 25. No way that this thing could possibly beat that. Uh, <laughs> and it also rolled a two and has negative three charisma. So, uh, <laughs> so that's my bonus one. <laughs> Okay. So I'm going to strike out with my flame tongue dagger. Right. Does a 19 plus six hit? Yes. <laughs> okay. So what's my sneak attack again? 4d6. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Right, I'll use those. Do I have enough? I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll roll the sneak attack first. Mm-hmm. And the fire damage. Okay. <laughs> all right. 25 points of piercing damage. Nice. And three points of fire damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, and that's it. That's all, all right. I can do. It is up. It pulls itself onto the raft as best it can. It's a pretty big creature, so it's definitely weighing it down some. 
uh, you see like the angle starts going and Arthur has to kind of like scramble <laughs> up mm-hmm. up a bit. And yeah, it's going to make two attacks on you. Oh, fudge. <laughs> oh, first is bad. Um, does an eight hit? No. Okay. Uh, does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay. All right. You take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm going to use uncanny dodge to half that with my reaction. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, with that, so you, you take half the damage. Uh, you are in its piercer, though. It does have you grappled. Oh, bollocks. So you can't move. You can still attack. Okay. I've got the stick in the other hand, that's the thing. So I can't, like, draw another weapon. Okay, that's fine. Bring it, bitch! Uh, rolling to attack with a flame tongue. Okay. 15, does that hit? 15 just misses. Oof, okay. Bonus action. Fucking. I'm going to use my bonus action with my eye for detail which allows me to bonus action perception. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if there's any kind of rocks coming up. Um, so on my next turn, I can try and, like, shimmy the raft to kind of try and bump this fucker off. Okay. Yeah. I guess I need to make a perception. But mm-hmm. That'll be smart. Uh, 14. You, with that, would see... Um, I mean, two things. One is there does seem to be kind of a rock jutting out that you could maybe... Um, it's hard because you're facing, like, backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's say you were facing forwards. The rock would be to the right. So it's technically to your left here, but it's uh, to your right. Okay. You also kind of, as you look over your shoulder and head, do see two pathways uh, as it breaks off, one to your left and one to your right. Which one leads west? <laughs> like in, in, in uh, terms of the play. one to your right seemingly would lead west. Okay, so I'm going for my left one. Gotcha. Hi, yeah, my turn. Okay. It is going to attack you. Uh, does a nine hit? I didn't nope. think so. <laughs> <laughs> Does a 15 hit? No. Oh, okay. Uh, That's its turn. It's still got you grappled. Action. Gonna fucking attack. Does a 16 hit? Uh, 16 hits, yeah. Okay. Sneak attack damage. That's 19 points of piercing damage. And six points of fire damage. Okay. Can move. Um, but can I use my bonus action to try and shimmy that, shimmy the raft, to hit that rock? Mm-hmm. This would push you, push you towards the direction of west. Oh shit! But you certainly can. No, I'm gonna just rely on. I'm, I'm gonna try and push to where I want to go, as opposed to that rock. Okay. Uh, left. Okay. So as your bonus action, you just kind of press against, you know, push the stick out and press against the wall to push you in the direction you know is safer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, make a strength check. Holy Bahamut. 
I hope <laughs> Arthur's praying means something. Eighteen. Yeah, you <laughs> Holy just... shit! <laughs> As you're like in the fucking claws of this beast, you just push yeah. over uh, and, and move that way. It seems like the raft is going the direction that you'd want it to go. That you you have pushed it enough that direction where that's the natural flow of it. Gotcha. It is up. Come on, you willy. Go fucking miss. I guess Arthur's been up this whole time, but he's not going to move or anything. Yeah, yeah. I told him to stay down. He's yeah. just going to stay. And you imagine, you saw, you know he's right-handed and it's his right arm that's fucked, so yeah. <laughs> swinging a hammer with his left would not do much. Um, yeah, it's going to take two. It's, I mean, it's going to squeeze you with the one that you're in uh, okay. and then kind of slap at you with the other. And you see, like, its eyes are, like, kind of hungrily looking at you, but also at Arthur. Uh, first is a 17. That hits. Uh, for 10 points of bludgeoning damage. I use uncanny dodge to make that happen. <laughs> that was quite a journey for a natural one. Uh, <laughs> he swings past, and you don't even really... Dot, you know, you just kind of duck your head as it swings across and uh, hits the cavern wall and um, seems to still, you know, this motion as it hits, it pushes you even further <laughs> uh, to the left in the direction you want to go, and it seems like a little mm-hmm. bit of its claw has chipped. Good. You are up. Just hit it again. I'm like bashing <laughs> it, I'm, like in its claw. Yeah. I'm like, fucking get off me. <laughs> it's 18 plus 6. That'll hit. Yeah. Oh, who would have guessed? Not me. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's 29 points of piercing damage and 11 points of fire damage. Yeah. As you swing, you do feel that, like, it's seeming threatened for its life. It's like, all right, I'm just going to take this one and go in the water. You see it kind of pulling back and you just take your dagger and just stab it right in its other eye that you hadn't slashed at and it screams out and loosens its grip on you and you fall back uh, onto the raft. I need you to make a deck saving throw. Yep. Eleven. Yeah, as it kind of moves back and forth and you hit your back uh, on it, you don't make a graceful landing. Uh, mm-hmm. You take two points of bludgeoning damage, but you are just kind of like I use my react. No, <laughs> <laughs> you are like flat on your back, but not in the water. Uh, and you just yeah. see this thing kind of fall back and go beneath the depths. Hopefully, that fucker's dead. Arthur's just like still laying on his back, praying. <laughs> to Bahama, to Bahama, Bahama, please watch over. Arthur, it's over. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Have you ever seen those crustaceans before? No. Never. (sighs) This was the worst gold I've ever spent. (sighs) Some time passes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you try to breathe and recover from the fight. If you want to take a short rest, uh, I'm sure you're... I will do that. Yeah. I heal for eight. Cool. Yeah, uh, you uh, continue along, moving left at every opportunity you can. <laughs> Arthur does not seem much help at this point, as arm very broken. But after a point, he sits up and he says, 
I think your daughter's going to be all right. Right, Arthur. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't have a daughter. His face drops. I was looking for quick passage, and I'm an arsehole. Yes, yes, yes. I'll pay you more than the full amount when we get there. Just don't talk about that daughter anymore. He closes his mouth and turns away from you. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's fucking awful. Like, you're stuck with this fucking elf. Like, he's an absolute liar. <laughs> yeah. Roll a perception check. Arthur's drawing his sword. His hammer, sorry. 25. After, after a while, some time passes, you start to smell fresh air. I think we're almost there. You don't see light ahead. Uh, I guess maybe your dark, dark vision eyes could slightly tell the difference. You know, there's cave darkness mm-hmm. and then there's, it's the pitch black of night darkness. <laughs> and yeah, I'd say, my eyes have ambient occlusion. Okay. Like it's running on the <laughs> GTX 1080 or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at a point you start to see up ahead is, is that difference between, and the air starts to seem fresher and fresher. And yeah, eventually the makeshift raft parts out from the cave. So he wanted 50, I gave him what, like? 35. 35. I'm going to... I give him another 35. Okay. He takes it and doesn't say anything. (laughs) It is quite literally Macklin's fault. (laughs) But Macklin's going to act like it isn't. (laughs) Yeah. As you flow down, you know, it seems like you're obviously not in a city. As you look around, you see some trees, no like forest, but just some clumps of trees. And as you look out, you can obviously see the mountainside to what you assume is the east. In the distance, you can see what looks to be like just a giant wall built from one side of a mountain pass to another. It extends for a long way, so you can see it out from a long ways as well. I, you know, I imagine you don't know a ton about South Fariff, but you've, no. you've probably at least heard, uh, or Macklin has mm. at least, you know, heard a few things about it. Dwarven City settled among the rocks. The only, like, Dwarven City really in Cortia. Really the only city in Cortia with a lord who's kind of a part of the nobility, like the typical Cortian nobility, who isn't a human. Mm-hmm. All the rest are, are human lords. Maybe we should uh, head for a bit before we set camp. He kind of gives not a nod. Let it go silent a bit. Yeah. So you kind of just uh, beach it? <laughs> uh, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because what time is it? Is it night? It's night. I guess I'd say you do probably, by the time you would get it onto a shore, start to see the sun peeking up as if it's morning. We should probably get you some rest on dry ground before we head out again. I'll start a fire. Roll a survival check. Soft 20. Okay. Yeah, you're able to start a fire, create a little camp in a place that avoids the winds. I imagine you perch the raft to kind of block you off uh, from that stuff too. Do you just rest for a few hours? Um, I'm going to make food. Because Arthur's still not talking. <laughs> so, yeah. Macklin's feeling some guilt. Do you just pull some rations or. Yeah. Arthur, uh, did you know your folks? He looks up at you. It seems like he doesn't want to respond. 
But then he says, New Mama. Did you get on well? As well as any boy gets along with his ma. I don't think I really got on with my folks. Neither of them really. It doesn't excuse <laughs> making lies. Um, but I think, I guess it shows the difference. I'm sorry about your son. He gives you a nod. Roll an insight check. You're an inquisitive. <laughs> I am. You have to roll it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we're on a seven, so that's an 18. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, by his nod, you can tell certainly an acceptance of what you're saying. Uh, still pretty terrified after everything that's happened. Yeah. But you do see, like, a bit of a... Just a bit of, like, a smirk hit in his face. You imagine not many boat rights uh, get an adventure like this to yeah. <laughs> tell someone about. I'm going to uh, turn in. I can keep watch. Once you've slept, I'm just gonna organize travel for tomorrow. And I think I would go and write a letter to Madeline. My <laughs> fiance, I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> Weirdly. Yeah, the betrothed. Because we've been like writing back and forth. Because uh, the whole plan was always. Mm-hmm not to get married uh i'm gonna write to her about this boat ride okay i think i would say something along the lines of you know sometimes i think my lies are catching up with me and i'm sorry for stealing your family jewels i'll get them back to you as soon as they stop hunting me (laughs) (laughs) Effortlessly yours, Macklin. <laughs> yeah. You uh, uh, spent some time yeah. writing the letter. It seems like Arthur has fallen asleep pretty quickly. And then do you do your yeah. little trance after? Yeah. 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 So yeah, you uh, get your long four-hour rest in. Uh, after that, it seems like about midday. Mm-hmm. Are you able to walk? He stands. Yeah, I- Legs are all right, just might be hard to carry this. And he kind of puts his head over to the raft. We could ride it further down river if you want to. <laughs> it seems like uh, taking it further down river would move you further and further away from South Ferris. <laughs> I'm going to give him the potion of cold resistance. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, look, if you find a major shop, you can get some good money for this. Let's leave the raft. It's a fucking mess already. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say giving him the potion, you don't need to roll persuasion. Uh, <laughs> he looks and nods and puts it in his pocket. I don't know why I have this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. The two of you uh, start heading towards South Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all in all, you know, it's probably about... A few hours journey uh you know it's really just a couple miles from where you were but it's kind of slow going he readjusts and needs some breaks just to not have his arm be jostling so much but yeah by late afternoon you're you're able to get to the long gates uh 
that I guess Arthur would probably be given some information. Hey, South Fair, if there's a, the Stormgate, which is about a mile long, pretty tall too, you know, just giving you <laughs> the mm-hmm. deets on it. It's like, yeah, that's the Stormgate. As you walk towards it, you see a handful of guards lining. I mean, there's just the big wall and then specifically a gate that you can enter, enter through uh fair amount of guards around that you would see like kind of by the edge of the wall uh maybe about a mile down is a camp with a sigil on it which is a kind of a swirling tree i imagine you've probably spent enough time or macklin has spent enough time in courtia to recognize it as the dunn's uh house crest uh it seems like they have a little camp outside the city um but yeah what do you do i'm gonna put my hood up Okay. As we're going through. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> because that wizard might be angry. And I don't know if he's rich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you move closer to the gates, uh, and you see there's kind of a line forming. It seems like they're not just letting people in and out uh, freely, as <sighs> some cities do. You didn't really have much of a trouble with that, North Fariff. Mm-hmm. But tensions have seemed high since you've ar- arrived in Cortia, you know, especially with the rumors of the king dying <laughs> uh, people are on edge and yeah as you get to the gate make a perception check 20 soft 20 yeah uh you you look around you know there's probably like about five people i mean there's multiple queues going on so i imagine you just find the one that seems shortest and there's about five people mm-hmm. in front of you in that one as you look around um you do see some postings alongside the wall which look like wanted posters Oh, no. Okay. As you look, it does seem like familiar figures. There are, you know, six different posters. All of them seem oddly familiar. Or vaguely familiar. Okay. Where's my boy? <laughs> the wizard. Where's Alvich? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you see uh, a drawing um, that says wanted. Uh Reginald Schnozberry. You see his nose is far longer uh, than it was in reality. It seems a bit of a caricature that they've drawn. drawn <laughs> oh, Reginald. Uh, it says wanted, alive, uh, 3,000 gold. 3,000 gold. Fuck. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it says wanted in suspicion of kidnapping princess ava bennett and all of them seem to be about that all of them aside from his say dead or alive um how far is this line how long are we going to be waiting oh i mean there's five people about five people all right okay that's fine yeah i thought it was like a huge crowd because i was just gonna like push through yeah uh (laughs) no yeah it's probably about a five ten minute wait and then, yeah, eventually one of the dwarven guards waves you over. What's your name? Dorian. And uh, what's your business in South Fairf? Well, my friend needs medical assistance, and I'm here to see my daughter, Lydia. Roll a deception check. <laughs> 18. He uh, looks you over, looks at uh, <laughs> Arthur, and uh, do you have any rites of passage into the city? Sadly not. Um, me and my wife, we, we split a long time ago. Um, so I, I, I'm from... from the north. 
<laughs> I don't have anything with me, but it's it's imperative. Especially with my friend here. He he needs medical assistance. Alright, roll another deception check. Twenty-two. Okay. He nods. Alright. Uh, normally we have a fee for that, but given the circumstance, uh, we'll let you through. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, writes down the name Dorian, asks Arthur for his name, who is, uh, Arthur! <laughs> um, and yeah. The gates... To be fair, like, he does need help, yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. fine. The gates open into the city, uh, and you look out at this pretty sprawling city that's all kind of built up against the mountain, certain bits of cliff kind of overhanging, leaving shadows down. And you step into South Ferrith uh, with the needs of helping out your sort of friend um, <laughs> and the hope that you might find an old friend here too. And that is where we're going to end this session. That was really fun. I did not <laughs> expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, it definitely went different uh, than I thought. I mean, obviously there were multiple paths you can kind of take. I did not expect you yeah. to take the raft one. I kind of was like, it'd be fun yeah. if he did this, uh, and I can use the chull, but <laughs> but he won't. Yeah. Oh, man. That went really well. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I lied about my sick daughter that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I think that ended up being a kind of fun narrative beat. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Macklin will stop using that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Definitely interesting. Um, I mean, obviously, the thing I did, uh, you know, is overlapped it with characters from a campaign. <laughs> Yes. Uh, from when they were in that place, it, it, which was an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, so what was hard was like, I was like, okay, what if he tries to kill all of them? <laughs> I was like, oh, Macklin's not a murderer. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, okay. But I think the way you approach it ended up uh, uh, working pretty <laughs> fucking hilariously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, that that was interesting. I uh, yeah, I I've had that idea for like raft encounters for a while of like needing to stay on a certain path, just in general, and then also trying to do it during combat. Mm-hmm. And you just blew it out of the water, like right, out, <laughs> you know, like just rolling super fucking well on that strength check uh, and other shit. Yeah, that was that was clutch considering we had such a terrible time mm-hmm. going off course. Yeah. The other big thing with it, too, is, like, it It was one round away from just stepping into the water and pulling you with mm-hmm. it. Because, like, it was starting to feel yeah. in danger. But, like, it wasn't going to just pull you on. Because it wanted both of you, but it wasn't going to just pull you under um, until it, like, needed to. <laughs> but yeah. your last round of damage was just... Oh, <laughs> fuck. It's insane. Yeah. Sneak attack... It gets insane, especially, like, because it was, like, a 1v1, and I was using my bonus action for other things, mm-hmm. it really just shows how, like, crazy rogue can be, just yeah. on single damage. Yeah. I love that Inquisitive Rogue stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be <laughs> one of the more fun rogue ideas. And I think you're right. I, I know that, like, the swashbuckling rogue 
just gets a thing where if they don't have someone around them, they get sneak attack. Yeah, it's, um, they added it in the new stuff coming up. They're, they're doing, like, a playtest where every type of rogue gets this kind of similar thing, but there's no role to it, mm-hmm. which I think is just, it, it overly simplifies and it defeats the point yeah. of certain other subclasses. The yeah. one with Inquisitive that's good is that it's not a spell. And the deception check that the other character is making is kind of more like a passive deception. Mm-hmm. It's like you're seeing the weakness in them. That's that's yeah. the whole thing. Like you're you're scouting it out. So you can set it up in very like um passive situations mm-hmm. so that when you enter combat, you can do it straight away. You know? Like there's a lot of cool ways you can play with it. Because um, honestly, most of the other stuff for Macklin is all social based Mm -hmm. because I know there's another rogue that's like that but the insight stuff always seemed really fun yeah like knowing someone's bullshitting at you yeah and then returning that bullshit to you like I always like that (laughs) yeah I like that all right uh for anyone who's listened uh throughout the whole thing wow hey (laughs) good for you (laughs) it was a long one yeah (laughs) Um, I, I appreciate you appreciate you listening uh, and yeah get excited for the next episode which I'm sure will be out at some point Chris thank you thank you for doing this we've been wanting to do thank this for you. a while <laughs> yeah I would love to have Macklin back on at some point I think Macklin is that would be great a really cool character for this I also like the idea of just him looking for Dorian just you yeah know, just like oh fuck it we'll try this city if like, ever I'm on again we'll time skip to a completely different circumstance yeah. and he still hasn't found it exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh yeah definitely cool well yeah uh thanks again to everyone and have a great day and or night and uh see you next time bye bye